and welcome to another episode of Green Through. Here today with us, I am pleased to be joined by Hannah Krominga, who happens to be the founder of a soon-to-be-launched startup called Gifted. In a few words, Gifted aims to enable people to gift pre-loved clothes to family, friends and neighbours in an attempt to um, tackle the fast fashion industry and also promote circularity within um, the fashion industry as a whole. That being said, Hannah, I think it would be suitable to start with a little introduction regarding your background and it will also be fascinating to gauge and understand how you got involved with Gifted and start this amazing journey of yours. Yeah, sure. Um, so super happy to be here. Thanks so much for inviting me to come onto your podcast. Um, so you already mentioned my name. My name is Hanna Kuminga and I'm uh, originally from Berlin, but I started my you know, my professional journey in London because I went to university there and did a business and finance degree. And I think what I was always interested in is being part of the group of people who really shape our world and like, you know, bring innovation about. I think I was always like, I've always been really fascinated by innovation and um, yeah, so I felt like, you know, it's businesses that really drive and shape our world so I wanted to understand how that works so I did business and finance at uni in London and then I like through chance ended up doing an internship uh, with a friend who was doing a startup in 2010 which was um, a corporate social network and okay. through that you know sort of like got my career in the startup world going and um yeah, that's kind of like how I got into it. I think it was just like I felt really drawn to this industry. So it wasn't necessarily that, no, because a lot of, this is a, what can I say, a frequent discussion between friends that I have. It's like, how do you necessarily get involved in the startup world? Do you need to, you know, feel um, the urge and itch to be a superhero? Not necessarily, right? It can be, um, you know, for different reasons that you want, you want to change the status quo that necessarily you wouldn't be able to do within a big corporate or within, within an established industrial, right? Yeah, totally. I think what drives me essentially is just curiosity. I'm just really curious about what's possible, you know, um, finding out more about the world and like, and I love to create stuff. Um, I think that's why I'm doing this. It's addictive. When you like boil it down. Yeah, it's... Um, it's just like really fascinating and um, yeah, I just really enjoy the building process of it as well. So it's, it's very creative. Uh, undoubtedly. And so based on this, you know, what can I say, innovative and creative nature that you clearly possess, how did you come about gifted? Was it, you know, uh, an issue that you were aware of or was it a particular situation that triggered, you know, oh, oh my God, there's so much waste within the fashion industry or fast fashion industry, it will, it will be quite fascinating to understand what was the initial trigger. Mm, I think it was a combination of events throughout the last 10 years. In 2011, I already volunteered on a gifting app back in London um, that actually uh, you know, wasn't a success. Um, but launched to 100,000 people and I was part of that. So I think that's when I first got in touch with the gift e economy theme. That's like, you know, 10 years ago. Um, and then 
I just wanted to create a solution in this sustainability arena when I first started out on my actual journey to Gifted, which was in 2017, 2016, 2017, when I did some ideation workshops and just like tried to figure out in what area I wanted to um, set up a business. And I didn't know it was going to be gift economy related then. And I also didn't know it was going to be clothing or even secondhand clothing. I just started with a very like with a, you know, a, a blank page and um, just started to look at what was necessary to, you know, drive people into a more sustainable behavior and then very quickly settled on the sustainable fashion market because um, I just felt like it was, there was a lot of need for innovation in that uh, market and um, yeah, people were kind of ready to shift behavior and there weren't enough solutions at least. And this is also like another important point. I felt like there was no solution that I felt was solving my problem okay. Okay, okay. of um, consuming fashion sustainably. So I was like, okay, well, I'm onto something here because I'm quite an average consumer. Um, yeah, so it was like, you know, I could tell you 10 different stories like this, mm -hmm. but it's like a combination of lots of different things that happened along the way that got me to, um, to doing Gifted. Fair enough, and sounds very intriguing. But seeing that it's a very, what can I say, new market, let's just say, right? And you were involved with the adventure 10 years ago that wasn't necessarily yours. I wanted to ask you, how were you able to, you know, take the teachings and uh, how were you able to learn from that experience and, you know, flip it around and sort of create um, Gifted, which is, you know, your own baby and uh, you know I wanted to sort of understand what do you think can make gifted work as opposed to some of the um, uh, experiences that you've been directly involved with in the past. So I think the main problem we had with the solution back in 2011 was that um, there was no clear product that the gifting uh, network was for so people weren't clear about what to do on the network, I think that's the biggest difference. Um, yeah, so I think I've learned, like also in terms of how to launch an app, etc. I've learned a lot from that, but also I've been, you know, holding positions and supporting other startups along the way, and every chapter had its own learning. So it's not just related to that very short, you know, uh, period in my life. No, 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 fair enough. And uh, so what stage are you at regarding Gifted? Yeah, sure. So, um, I, so I went through the ideation process for Gifted as um, a pivot of the business I was doing before. Um, so a pivot means if for people who aren't like super startup techie, it's basically that you adjust the concept because you learned about a, a new need and a new market that you think uh, you can serve better. And um, I think I started that process in January 2020 um, okay. and then did like six months of um, testing different ideas uh, with actual users. Um, you know, I, first I wanted to create a sort of um, like a search engine where you could like uh, scan a piece of clothing so um, the the scanner would tell you where to send it to or where like okay. best to sell it because the core problem I was looking at was how to um, just make the 
process of getting rid of stuff that is still valuable and you don't want to own anymore, like how to make that process faster. Um, and then some, at some point, you know, also like overlaying the user research with market uh, research and like looking at the competitors and stuff. Right, right. Um, I got to the concept maybe um, around June 2020 and then I did a no-code prototype to um, make sure that my you know, assumptions were actually right. And then my business partner, Michael, joined me in December, January 2021. And he's the CTO, so he coded the product. Um, and we have the core product in the iOS and Android stores since April, like late April 2021. And since then, we've been developing the product roadmap with around 100 users that we allowed on the platform. Um, yeah, so... That's Amazing. where we're at. And um, yeah. So the next stage would then be, if correct me if I'm wrong, to essentially go live on uh, iOS and Android for, you, for people to be able to download the gifted app, um, you know, beyond the 100 users that have been uh, blessed and fortunate enough to, you know, uh, be the stress tests for your, um, for your initial beta version, right? Yeah, actually, um, it's not that simple. What we're doing is uh, we will build and uh, further test some of the features that the beta users want to see in the app before okay. we do an official launch. And um, also what I've learned from my past experiences is you want to make an app really valid and sticky and have the use case really clear for the initial community so that they you know, know how to spread the word about um, how to use it and, you know, um, essentially like early fans of the app. Um, and I think that's going to take some more months. And then uh, once we feel like we're ready, we're going to do a marketing campaign and do a full on launch. Yeah, for sure. Fair enough. And uh, I think that's an interesting approach, right? Because, you know, you're trying to create, you're not creating a new market, but, you know, you, it's not an established market, let's just say. And your approach to have a more, what can I say, tailored um, you know, method about it, you know, with, by having and listening to your early users. I wanted to ask you, do you think that, you know, you'd also be able to risk it in a way by, you know, listening to the needs of a core sample of people that might not necessarily resemble the broader audience that you might, you know, appeal to eventually through Gifted in the long term? Um, yeah, I think that's a really good question. And we already know about different customer groups, that you know or like user groups that we want to approach and some of them we don't have on on the test okay or on the beta version right now at all um like for example young parents i think gifted will be really relevant to and they will probably be early adopters of the app but um we haven't you know brought it to them yet um but we probably will before we do the official launch so we just started with women in their like late 20s early 30s because um, they are also a core user group um, and we're using them to build the core product out and then we're gonna as soon as we have a profile filtering system in the app we will allow other user groups in but I think it's a it's a very valid question and in, it, it's an interesting sort of trade-off because you need to settle on 
on one group that you start with. And um, yeah, I think I just went with my gut feeling. No, um, I wasn't criticizing at all. I think it's it's super interesting because I, I from the few entrepreneurs that I've spoken with, they tend to listen to the market, I think, in a different way as opposed to just, you know, listening to your early adopters, which I think it's also a fair approach, right? And I wanted to ask you, do you think that as a, what can I say, as a double layer, as a, a subsequent layer to, you know, your early adopters, then you would also uh, start cataloging um, clothes available on the, on the gift community. So everything that is available on the app has been posted by some of the users. Okay. So it's a, it's a peer-to-peer platform. And so it's got nothing to, it's basically got to do with how quickly the, the, um, the word spreads and, you know, how willing the adopters are to essentially enroll the unused and pre-loved uh, clothes that they have, right? Yeah, totally. And um, yeah, it's like it's also creating that dynamic of people wanting to upload more items um, is part of what we're creating and validating at the moment. And uh, I think I saw this on your on your Instagram account, but I wanted to ask you in terms to boost the element of connectedness and, you know, community even more within not only let's just keep going with the 100 users, how will you be able to you know, would I, as a potential user of Gifted, be able to, I don't know, create a private room within Gifted and, you know, just swap clothes with three or four friends of mine, not necessarily having to, you know, show it to the other 96? Yeah, that's actually going to be one of our um, absolute core features that we haven't built, but we will. We're calling it Inner Circles, and I think it was one of the most important learnings from the beta users. But we knew we had to build it already in June. And now this is why we're not officially launching. It's the perfect example uh, because we want to learn more about how to build this feature um, and then actually build it and test it and iterate on it and then have it in the product once we do the official launch. Um, Because people, gifting is a very uh, social process and people love to gift in small groups especially to people that they have a relationship with already so yeah you're spot on there fair enough and uh, in terms of um, verifying and ascertaining a certain quality and standard of the of the clothes that you're let's just say always 100 users will be able to register on the app are you have you got procedures in place to verify that or does it entirely come down to the to the to the users themselves to you know not necessarily enroll or register a pair of jeans that it's completely ripped up i think it will naturally evolve into being social network with quality clothes if we build the features the core features in a way where people are incentivized to put good stuff on there for example the inner circle feature if you post something to a group of 10 people that know you you don't want to present yourself that uh, as like a person who gifts crap, you know, Um, that's like one (laughs) quite obvious one. Um, And then, yeah, so it's about the social incentives that you create for the users. Um, But then also we will have like a Tinder swipe for all the public um, items. And um, of course the stuff that is right swipe more, we will give more um, visibility. So, you know, it will be stuff like that. People will learn that if they upload stuff um, that is, you know, like completely worn out, nobody will pick it up. And it's kind of like a pointless thing. Um, Plus, it's like Gifted is already and will become like a real social network. So 
um, you know, people will be able to comment and like items, etc. And we expect a dynamic a bit like on Instagram where, you know, you want to create good content because it gives you social credibility. Fair enough. And in terms of, um, what can I say, um, building on that, you know, I think it's very interesting, the right and left swiping of, uh, for item of closing. Are you right now at that stage where you're necessarily just focusing on, I don't know, Berlin or Germany as a whole for you to be able to receive, um, I don't know, let's just say a hoodie that I like that I swipe right for. And then in order to, you know, um, always have that um, certain standard of service that I'll be able to receive that hoodie in a given good condition within three days, as opposed to just uh, facilitating worldwide um, reach or, you know, you know, someone trying to say um not not fully so you understand that people need to pick up the stuff from other people themselves right it's not a delivery service perfect okay, okay, okay. Um, which so that was, we that might was, that was a you know also offer a premium delivery service but yeah it's a peer-to-peer -peer network it's like any marketplace so you know it's like when you buy something off ebay then the person you're buying from and perfect, you need perfect. to work out how you get the item and gifted is focus more on pickups and location-based trading. Uh, but we will also have the option for you to like add friends who are in a different city and they might be happy to send you items um, with the mail. Apologies if I'm learning more as, uh, as it goes on. But in terms of like the economic element, the financial element, are, are these charged? Are these um, elements charged? Or if I put up a hoodie that you value, I value 25, euros then I'll, with that i'll be able to get a coupon and you know get a jeans for 25 euros how does that work in terms of the exchange so we're planning to do a premium membership model um so it, gifted will always be free uh, for the basic usage um, but we will have some premium features like early access to premium content or you know um, lim unlimited swipes uh, that kind of stuff that will cost around 4.99 or a similar amount uh, per month. So I wanted to ask you because um, now that I'm trying, I'm starting to get more the the gist of how uh, of what you're trying to achieve. I wanted to ask you how do you envision for the gifted community and let's just say the swapping market in general for clothing will be able to contribute to the um, to the um, to a more sustainable world going forward especially after you know the latest IPCC report that came in yesterday i think is ever more relevant yeah i mean the vision we have with gifted is that our users will be able to get 50 to 70% of their wardrobe from the app which i think is a huge contribution to a better resource usage um, and uh, will avoid, hopefully, the production of the around, I think, 80 billion pieces of clothing produced annually at the moment, which is like completely insane number uh, in my eyes. <clears throat> so, yeah, I think it's a huge contribution to combating climate change because the clothing industry is one of the most polluting industries, um, you know, in the consumer space. So it's like, yeah. It's right up there with aviation, etc. It's terrible. Absolutely. And um, sorry, I was thinking more about the, the, the psychology behind, you know, the 
why a given user, you know, within your 100 of, um, of the beta version of your app are, would necessarily gravitate towards Gifted. Have you sort of delved more into the motives behind why people would, you know, resort to your service? And do you, I think, do you see that consumers are becoming ever more um, savvy and knowledgeable regarding, you know, fashion in this sense, because you're dealing with clothes. But, um, you know, to tackle such a significant issue, you also need to expect the consumer to be uh, expecting more of a service, right? And which in this case is gifted. Yeah, so I think um, the reason why people want to put clothes on gifted instead of, um, you know, dumping it with charity or, um, if, I don't know, like, selling it um, are that our target consumer is um, you know makes too much money in their primary job that it makes sense for them to invest the time needed to resell your clothes and uh, they also don't really trust the charity route anymore because they feel like and they also read about how a majority of the clothes um, that are donated actually just end up in landfill. Um, so they want to make sure that their items are uh, perpetually used and you and ideally used by people they have a relationship with. Um, so our core user group, which is, as I said earlier, like women in their late 20s up to um, uh, 40, they already gift a lot of clothing to friends and family. Um, but the process is not optimized and that's what our starting point is so we feel like our target user group is actually ready and already gifting if that makes right. sense right and uh, yes absolutely and I'm thinking more about your tailored approach and do you think that you know let's just say let's just go with your latest example right if you're targeting um, the female audience from late 20s to late 40s you're looking at it um, at a demographic that's not necessarily growing a lot right do you think that in terms of available stock that you'll be able to, you know, swipe right or left on the app, um, an audience like, you know, students going to universities or, you know, ending or going to high school that are growing, um, do you think that Gifted would also appeal to them also because we're dealing with, you would then be dealing with uh, not necessarily kids, but, you know, youngsters who loves to socialize and, you know, um, since Gifted is a peer-to-peer, -peer, I think such a service would probably be sought after by uh, such an audience right yeah for sure i mean um we haven't tested it with younger people but i think it's definitely relevant for them um and i think the beauty in it lies that it's a gift economy so it's not that you have peer-to-peer -peer gifting in the sense that people who are of the same age group and same income group um have to give to each other but um you know like a student could get something from someone who's maybe 30 and fully employed and has a lot of quality clothes they just don't wear and want to get rid of. So it has a huge beauty in the resource allocation being like really optimal for usage and not uh, driven by price. Which is amazing in itself because, you know, uh, there's no discrimination there. But, you know, one of the last concluding points that I wanted to ask you in terms of actually looking to the mechanics of how a swap would work, right? Say I am, you know, 25, I log into your app and you know i swipe right to a hoodie it doesn't the swap is not what can i say dependent upon me um you know giving the other person something else right it might also just be that it's a one-way swap from that point of view am i correct 
Yeah, totally. And um, you're pointing out something really essential there, which a lot of people aren't so familiar with in like a wider uh, societal context, which is, so gift economy is very different from a swapping or trading process um, with goods. Um, and it's exactly how you describe it. You basically give something to the community and you are also, uh, you know, um, eligible to take as much as you need from the community. But when you give, it's not a direct exchange. It's just that you are part of the wider network and the network will provide for you. So, it, you know, it's, uh, it's more of a promise that um, you will be part of this community going forward and uh, you will also benefit from it. Um, yeah, so that's how gift economies work. No, 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 undoubtedly, undoubtedly. It's, it's definitely an interesting realm because I'm learning more, right? And you're, I love the fact that you're feeding off the solidarity element of people that, you know, you have to not necessarily give back, but, you know, uh, not let your items collect dust and, you know, put, it, put them out in the world and people might actually wear them, which I agree with. But I wanted to ask you, do you think that since we're talking about circularity here and promoting, you know, longer um, life for the for the clothes that you'll be swapping will you be able to monitor how many cycles of exchanges and swaps that a given item or a given set of items will be able to go through or no yeah for sure we're actually and um, this is one of the next features that we're launching is to display a full ownership history i don't mean to disclose all your future features which <laughs> yeah no um because i think it's exactly what people want to see you know, who's owned this before? Who are the people who've interacted with this? If I give something away, where does it end up? You know, it's exactly what people are curious about. And thinking more about this, right? Because I think it's very interesting. Do you think that uh, you'll then be able to, um, what can I say, attach comments to, I don't know, my name is Hannah and I received this hoodie and I thought X, Y, Z, I used it, you know, in such a dinner, in such a restaurant, you know, especially for the female, I mean, also a male audience, I think, you know, personalizing, it's also a bit like, you know, going to a restaurant, providing, uh, you know, very nice and customized review from that point of view, if you understand what I'm trying to say here, and you'll, you'd then promote that sort of cycling and the recycling of clothes even more, right? Yeah, totally. Um, and we want to encourage exactly that. So every item will have like a, uh, like an item journey view. So almost like its own profile where you can, if you own the item, you can add pictures and you can comment, etc. So yeah, for sure. That's amazing. It's a bit like listening to music, right? And then if you have a specific song in mind, you then attach it to a specific memory from that point of view. Yeah. If you personalize the description or experience of a cloth, you'd then be able to think, to say, you know, I wore it, I don't know, on holiday in Greece in 2018. You understand what I'm trying to say? In that given setting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and uh, fair enough and one of the concluding remarks do you think that you know how do you think I think that's one of the this is the the big million dollar question how do you think that gifted is different in terms of ending fast fashion do you think that's such a way of personalizing and promoting community within the the swapping um, and gifting uh, market as a whole is the right way to educate the average person more and uh, slowly but surely uh, attempt to try and tackle fast fashion and just waste in general within uh, within the clothing industry yeah i think that um people feel drawn to stuff that makes them happy 
and receiving and giving gifts makes people happy. Um, so I'm super fascinated by promoting the good traits of humans. Um, so I, I very strongly believe that gifted can, you know, gamify and create joy around sustainable behavior in uh, consuming clothing. And do you think that sit, since your, I mean, since inception, right? Because since you started the idea, you're not even available on the market yet, but you're very much emphasizing and banking on the community aspect of things and, you know, peer to peer. Such a platform will never appeal to or involve the privates, right, in the long term. Or, or, or maybe you will in terms of, say, a charity there in Berlin has a lot of um, a huge stock of pre-loved clothes. Will you then enter it and then make it available to your, to your community? Or are you now just focusing on strengthening your, uh, your, um, your peer-to-peer network? Yeah, I think we're focused on the peer-to-peer network, but I can definitely see charities, recycling companies, even brands be involved in the future. So, um, yeah, what we want to become long term is sort of like a digital wardrobe for people that they um, can use to interact also with other services, for sure. And uh, do you think that one of the main, I hope that it goes well, gifted, by the way, uh, full disclosure, and when it will go well. Thank do you. you. Think, do you think that the data that we just discussed in terms of, you know, one of your thousands of potential users um, describes that hoodie given in that given setting, do you think that such qualitative data would then be invaluable for huge retailers in, in the long term? Because, you know, they'll be dealing with fewer clothes, but with, you know, clothes that have higher important uh, importance attached to them based on uh, you know the the reviews that your that your users have provided them with yeah i think that um for brands and retailers rebuy systems and recycling or like reusage uh, mechanisms are already becoming more important so i think there will be an inherent interest in being plugged into our world for sure which I think it's pretty smart from that point of view. And um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely an interesting market. And uh, I wanted to thank you, Anna. And I wanted to ask you if you had one of um, one or many few points that you wanted to make regarding gifted. And, um, you know, this is the opportunity for you if you want to. Um, yeah, so I think what I would like to um, encourage everyone is once we launch in your city to try it out and, um, just go for the experience of complete abundance that everything is free because I've seen it working here in Berlin and it's just an incredible experience that sort of like per me personally gives me so much hope that actually, you know, in life that, yeah, we can, um, we can experience, uh, you know, like a, a way of living that is outside the capitalist system that we used to know or we used to living in um, and as a global society looks like at least for clothing we've created so much resource already and we can just like allocate it in a better way and um, yeah it's uh, it's amazing to tap into this gift economy um, and I would just encourage everyone to try it because it just makes you genuinely happy
yeah, it sounds addictive because you're you're not just getting a new item clothes, but you're actually doing some good. So um, yeah, I mean, I couldn't I couldn't sympathize more with the ambition and reach of your vision, and I wish you nothing but the uh, but, but the best. And um, thank you for your time, Hannah. It was amazing. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you so much for the interview. Really enjoyed it.